Hello, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Retail Nightmares. I'm your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. With me is my fabulous co-ghost, Alicia Tobin. <laughs> she just let her rip, and that sound made her lovely uh, canine companion, Hank, walk over in to see if she was okay. It was very cute. And our fabulous guest is returning guest, hilarious comedian, gardener extraordinaire, extraordinaire, beautiful mermaid long hair haver, oh, snappy dresser, Jenny Taves. Wow. Those Hi. are really nice um, <laughs> compliments. All accurate. I'm so, not like, snappy dresser I'm not so and sure snapple drinker. Dressing all the time, yeah. but ooh, snapple drinker. You're a that's snapple for sure. snapple drinker. She's okay. Love, I've been love, thinking love, a lot love, about love, snapple love. recently and just drinks of this nature. Yeah, like, Fruitopia. That's, the, that's <laughs> so a, yeah, and like Snapple's Arizona iced tea. Mm, I can get into a uh, Arizona. What about an Orbitz? Remember those? <laughs> oh, I, about that I think about I orbits like every six months. <laughs> I was really into clearly Canadian when I was a teenager. It's back. I know. Oh my gosh, it's back, and I'm so excited about it. I haven't had any. Confused with Canada Dry. What's the difference? Clearly Canadian is like in the sort of pear shaped blue glass bottle. Mm. It's very 90s. It's yeah. very, it's almost like LaCroix or LaCroix. Um, but a little more sweet. And you have to wear a choker when you drink it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a choker and like shorter alls of some kind. Maybe velvet or something oh, with a, a I have daisy short print. Alls and I have velvet. No, no daisy. I'm so. enjoying most of the 90s things that have come back. It's also nice because in the 90s, like the 70s were cool. And my mom was like so mortified that I was wearing like <laughs> lime green bell bottoms and platforms. And she was like, that's what I wore when I was a teenager. This sucks. But I think it's cool that the 90s stuff is coming back because it's now in better, like more breathable fabrics. Oh, my gosh. I don't agree. Really? No. Oh, I feel like it is. I feel like stuff is cotton now instead of like rayon. Rayon is a wood fiber product. It's breathable technically, but I think everything's polyester. Now? Yeah. I feel like it used to be more polyester and now it's like we know not to put ourselves in plastic bags. But maybe hmm. I'm wrong. Literally, like, I've not seen anything that's naturally naturally made. Really? Yeah. That, I feel like everything I buy, I try not to get, because it's like, otherwise I'm just going to be sweating, and my natural deodorant doesn't do the trick. No. Oh, mine does, which is crazy. <laughs> Whoa, little guy. <laughs> do you like mine? <laughs> Hank really, um, really loves natural deodorant, and he will defend it to, uh, to the death. Defend his right to uh, celebrate natural deodorant. Okay, so you're mixing Snapples right now. I figured I was really into this um, pomegranate one. Uh-huh. And then I was like, what if the mango one isn't as good? I want to end on my favorite flavor. That's true. But also it's nice to go back and forth. I really like your self-control mm. there. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing that. with pizza slices. <laughs> like you oh, mix yeah, them up? You have to. Well, I, I like start with my least favorite flavor and then try and end on the best one. But sometimes I do like half and then like a sandwich. A and... couple bites here, a couple yeah. bites there. Yeah. It can get down to like the last two bites being two different yeah. kinds. It's like the black and white cookie like trying so to much. get a little bit of black and white in each bite. It's true. It's really hard to do. 
Do you like black and white cookies? I thought I would based on how much I like Seinfeld. Yeah. And then when I went to New York and I went to Russ and Daughter, I got a black and white cookie and I was like, oh, this is going to be so great. And then I ate it and I was like, what's the big deal about well, okay. this? Okay, question. Was it a white cookie with only half of it dipped in chocolate or was it like half white cookie, half chocolate cookie? I because honestly don't remember. I've had what my friend made them once where it was like, I don't know what it was, like some sort of sugary... Mm-hmm sugar cookie dough or shortbread like some hybrid of those things mm-hmm. and it was <laughs> genetically engineered exactly <laughs> and she put cocoa in half of it and oh. then she did the swirl and it was like half and half and it was delicious but then one time i got a black and white cookie and it was just <laughs> i realized i cared about this so much you strike me as a woman who has like cataloged each cookie she's ever tried and rated it and I appreciate it a I lot. I was reading through an old journal the other day and I found <laughs> several drawings, like illustrations of food that I had. Oh, that was I really it your liked, cookie like log? <laughs> it wasn't a cookie log. That's separate. But it's like a good sandwich I made with like like arrows and like pointing. Oh. Wow, I shouldn't be sharing this. No, that's no, great. It's going to be in your cookbook. That's really oh, that's smart true. though. It's It's good to remember this sort of stuff. But anyway, I was going to say then the other black and white cookie I had, they were like, the black and white cookie, but it was just a white cookie where half of it was dipped in chocolate. Yeah. I was like, you guys are frauds. I honestly, I don't know. yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've ha- I've had a black and white cookie for sure, but it falls into that sort of like old style European baking that is mostly like just lard or shortening yeah. and sugar mm, and yum, yum, yum. no flavor really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, okay, it's okay to me. It was a little, blind. everything's gigantic. Yeah. So you feel like you're getting such a good deal, but yeah. it's not really that good. But the flavor's just not there. Yeah. Well, this has been cookie chat. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> what a great podcast idea. Don't you steal it. You fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Ours is trademarked. It's cookie chat. You fuckos. Yeah. Fuckos. Fucko. Fuck off. CC. And we can do that. We can do like a cool logo where one of the C's is backwards and one is forwards and we push them together. Like nobody's, Chanel? Nobody's ever done that, right? <laughs> oh, that no. That can be the cookie chat oh, logo. So good. But the cookie is made, like the C is made out of a cookie with a big bite out of it. There so you it go. looks like. <gasps> we have like a weird cookie monster knockoff. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like he's purple or something. Called, but it's clearly. Uh, Biscuit demon. <laughs> Bisco demo. Bisco demo. Bisky deem deems. Oh, we're there, guys. I think we've got it. We nailed it. Uh, trademark, trademark, trademark. All we need now is a jingle, but Jay can do that Jay, for us, right? Please put in the. What is it? The Bisco demo? Bisky deem Bisky deem deems. Jay, please, please add the Bisky deem deems. Uh, play playlist (laughs) yeah there's a whole playlist (laughs) the biscuit demon is here oh well i'm crying now (laughs) Anyway, so the name of the show is Bisky Deem Deems. Mm-hmm. Um, just kidding. It's Retail Nightmares. So when you were last on the show, Jenny, mm-hmm. you regaled us with some <laughs> lovely tales about uh, working at Tim Hortons, That's I believe. Right. Timothy Tim- Hose. Timothy yeah. Hortons. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> 
Canadian they're icon. In, they're in a bit of hot water recently because they made some smile cookies that looked really crazy. Really? Aren't those the ones where oh. like the money's donated to a charity? Those yeah, they're just really poorly cookies. executed. So oh. I think that people were... Oh, like offended by offended. it? Yeah. I've tried those like, cookies before on tour and they're really good. Yeah. They and are good. The, yeah, the icing's like really nice. What's the cookie base? I think it's like a gingery... Brown, oh, a, a brown, a brown, co- and maybe, I don't know. <gasps> oh, maybe you're right. You're I it looked like a chocolate chip oatmeal in the oh, picture really? I saw, but no, um, no oatmeal. Definitely like a. <laughs> <laughs> She's going back to her files. Did no, you have, have to make them when you worked there? <laughs> no, well, I mean, I put them in the oven. Yeah. And then did you put the icing on them? <laughs> Actually, how did it work? Or did we get them? No, I don't. I didn't. Did I make them? I don't remember now. I, I just, just remember really liking them. You have like a gun that like farts the face onto each cookie. <laughs> That's how I put my face on in the morning. Yeah? With like the makeup gun from The Simpsons? With <laughs> a special fart makeup machine? <laughs> you get to yeah, fart I and put have your makeup, makeup on. on my anus and then fart hard enough that it flips over and does my eyes and my lips. I love that you just Perfect. mentioned anus because I was going to say we could be sponsored by Famous Amos, like our cookie company. Oh, yeah. And then... We called Famous Amos Famous Anus when I was a kid. Wonderful. Um, and so I've just been thinking about anuses for the past like five minutes. Um, Hard not to. I mean like, yeah, when your stomach hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I had to wear a big baggy t-shirt with a smile cookie on it. Oh, so it was oh, like man. a big smiley face. Talk about the 90s. When I'm already being told to smile by customers that come Ugh. in. It's That's like, nice though. Check the reminder. shirt, bitch. Yeah, I didn't. I never said my that. smiles down here. <laughs> like, <laughs> put your eyes down here. Thank you. Uh, excuse me, my eyes are down here. Yeah. I like that. And a smile oh, cookie. Been a good line. My mouth is icing. <laughs> Stop kissing me, sir. <laughs> kissing my dead torso. <laughs> I thought you said my dead torso. So mine's dead. But I'm still curious why. Like, how could they have messed up a smile cookie so much that people get mad? I guess I should Google some images for you. Because <laughs> also, didn't Tim Hortons um, wasn't there one like in Eastern Canada somewhere that like did did some really shady <laughs> did a pentagram wage? Yeah. There oh was yeah, that stuff was a scandal. With their employees, mm-hmm. and then I thought people were like, "We don't let's Weren't not they... do," and then we're like, "Yeah, but it's delicious. We want donuts." Because of they were raising the minimum wage or something, they were getting rid of people's break times or cutting that oh, down or yeah. something to like level it out. I but can't that was remember. just one we, of the franchises, though, right? We Not dis- the whole yeah, we discussed it at length on the podcast, but mm. it's so many outrages ago that it's then all I'll drop it. All, all blended into the just chorus of horribleness that the world is. Right. Um, but I mean, you've had more jobs than than just Tim Hortons. I have, yeah, um, but not really any more retail jobs. But, but hey, um, that's, we also do any retail podcast. We do customer service also. Yeah. So I you know interact with people that yeah. i garden for yeah yeah that but totally counts here's you have pause. customers so, okay here are the fucked up cookies that's fantastic <laughs> they're just like i think they're just stylized it's just like those pinterest Guys, it's not my opinion I was, I was on <laughs> yeah. more than one news channel how <laughs> much people were laughing at how bad they were <laughs> I mean, it's all going to turn into poo eventually. So <laughs> that's what I so think true. when I see these Instagram videos where people are like making chocolate in a mold and then like transferring the mold into another mold and then like dusting it with gold and then sprinkling it with like a baby's angel tears, kisses of a dream. And you're just like, it's all going to look like poo. Like yeah. same, same as if you get a burrito, like it's all. You think that when you're eating it? <laughs> I really don't 
like <laughs> I wish I could not eat. Really? Like, I can't. Oh. I can't like stress Ooh, this enough. You. Like I didn't know that. If you didn't eat, then you wouldn't poo. Like wouldn't it be a, ma- a magical? You would save a lot of money on and not time? pooing. Yeah. Like if I could just like have nutrients injected into me while Is- I slept, I would like that. Maybe but that's why you like dough. Tasty yeah, treats. Probably. I mean, I do enjoy food, mm. but like the the hassle of like, what are we gonna have for dinner every night? Oh, that's yeah. a different conversation. And like that's horrible. And like having to go buy groceries is like yeah. it takes up so much time. Oh, yeah. That's why I get I'm my groceries delivered. That would be great. But and also then, I don't know. Yeah, it is great. And I don't waste anything. Hmm. Not Jessica's very good at not wasting stuff, but because Jay is my garbage disposal. Yeah. <laughs> my anyways. Get me one of those. I'll talk about how much I love Spud all the time. So. Spud seems like an amazing company. Mm-hmm. And everything's way fresher than at the grocery store. I believe it because like most hmm. of the stuff in the grocery store, you don't realize until you talk to a bunch of people who've worked at grocery stores where they're like, oh, we just like trim down the food, take all the rotten stuff off of it until there's like nothing left and we have to throw it away. So I'm like, cool. So that like fresh produce I'm getting has been like maybe in your store for weeks. Like, that's cool. Also, if you get like a speck of mold on anything, you don't have to go back to the store with it. You just open up your account with spud and say the reason why and they give you an automatic credit for it oh that's good so i don't know i'm that kind of shopper that's tired i go out and i'm like i'm gonna treat myself to blackberries raspberries any berries usually yeah the offender and i get home and the bottom's black yeah and like i'm not going back to whole foods yeah anytime soon you can only take so much abuse whole foods that place is (laughs) just stressful this place is starting to really suck yeah well it's owned by amazon so that's why yeah they can't be on our podcast sorry guys what's his name jeff be a very special episode where you're like (laughs) today on retail nightmares we are having an actual retail (laughs) nightmare we're having whole foods on We're having whole foods the nightmare (laughs) we've got the store here what's his name jeff bezos i think so yeah beelzebubzos beelzebubs did you want to tell a retail nightmare well, I'll tell, I guess I can, I want to, hmm. Okay. <laughs> Jenny. How was that? Did you like that? <laughs> hmm. Jenny. Yes. You were talking about gardening before we That's went true. off on this horrible tangent. So I just have like a couple stories, I guess, not really long stories, but like I was trying to think today, I was like, what are, what do I have? That's like a, a horrendous story or a nightmare or like something funny from gardening. I'm like, it can also just be like something Nothing huge stands out. What were you going to say? It could be like an experience that was yeah. weird. I have a couple experiences that are just like frustrating. And I think this is like a general theme of a part of my job that I don't like, which I could boil down to two specific incidences is just people I work for that have a lot of money and don't know anything about plants and just expect everything to look a very like exactly the way they want it and if it's not that way then that's not okay but they don't understand that plants are living growing things oh yeah yeah and it's ridiculous that happens in like floristry and like house plants and everything just people that have i guess gotten their way their whole life yeah we used to always have really wealthy people come in and buy like a 600 hundred dollar cactus and then insist on it being in the corner of their (laughs) you know their home and then of course like after six to eight months after Mm -hmm. it you know slowly dies internally it collapses 
so and sad. so like a six or eight foot cactus has the potential of falling on you or your family member yeah that part we looked forward to um <laughs> <laughs> we also had debbie travis from her hit show painted house or whatever by a ficus a beautiful ficus and the Uh-oh. plants that we sold were really expensive yeah. and i think it was like 300 dollars. whoa and she wanted it for a shoot and she insisted on putting it in a corner and it's like it can be th- two or three days before a ficus like goes into shock but yeah. they just naturally go into shock and then everything grows back and I was like, but you can't put it in the dark. She's like, well, it's going to go in the dark. And I was like, it's like a living plant that took yeah. like two years to grow. Like, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There's a, when, you're working, when you're working at Stratas, like sometimes you do stuff for individual homeowners, but usually you're just doing the property that is Strata owned. Mm-hmm. But if it's in front of their place, they think it belongs to them, but it actually doesn't. Right. These are my begonias. Yeah. And so everybody has the same shrubs growing along. This one place I worked along, False Creek. I feel like I might have said one of this, like there was one guy that I think I mentioned the last time I was on that was like, well, I don't pay $2 million to not have my view. It's like, slow clap for you, velvet robe. Like, <laughs> so you made two things. Like, get out of here. But a different guy, same place, he was like telling me he wanted me to uh, trim the the viburnum down, which is oh, a type nice. of yeah. a beautiful broadleaf, like evergreen shrub that you shouldn't use hedge trimmers on. Yeah. Because that would just destroy it, would it and make it look leaves. horrible. And I was using the hedge trimmers for something else. And he was like, oh, can you take those and do this one? I was like, uh, no, actually, that wouldn't be good. Like, this is pruned down about as far as it can go right now. And if I go any any harder, it's going to, you know, bear it out and there won't be any leaves and it'll make it look really bad. He's like, oh, you can just go ahead and do it, though. It's fine. Uh-huh. Like, for mine, just go ahead. And I was like, it's really not the way you should prune these. Like, you really need to hand prune them. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to wreck the plant. He's like, no, no, it's fine. It's a plant. It'll grow back. Uh-huh. It's a plant. And at this point in my life... This was maybe three or four years ago. I haven't always been the most assertive person. Not very good yeah. at standing Why? up for myself. It's the worst. And there's a rich old man barking at me like I can't get out of the conversation. He keeps telling me. And I'm like so passive and I'm like don't know what to do. So I ended up doing oh, it. Oh no. <laughs> and then I cried about it. Because oh. I'm so, I'm such a, I such a sensitive soul. And I was just so sad because I was like. I was mostly annoyed that you got bullied by this I got guy. bullied yeah. by yeah. a homeowner to like, and I didn't stand up for myself. And I was like, "Well, now your thing looks stupid, you old." And also, dickhead. that's not something that you want to represent your work as well. Exactly. Yeah. And so I remember calling my manager about it, and she was like, "I don't know." She was really nice about it. I'm like, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, that's that's. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the garden council people and tell them that those guys shouldn't be talking to you like that she's she, she knew the guy and she's like yeah he's a problem but it's just like that's so stressful what is the like think about what you're bullying me about also what is yeah. the deal with men just Why? bullying people yeah and but like go back inside your house man first yeah. of all stop talking to me like yes. that you're that's not your rude boss and you're dumb yeah <laughs> also <laughs> like you're complaining about like a four inch come yeah. on like you're mad that you you can't see over the hedge how into False that? Creek yeah. when you're what, reclining and you're lazy. But like, what? How low do you have to be? Yeah. Anyway, like <laughs> listeners can't see me slouching on your couch. You but look quite comfortable. Really, I yeah. I this don't. This is an old thing that has re, I'm re annoyed about. No, now. it's okay. Um, that makes me really angry too. Whenever yeah. 
whenever I see people and like this trend of houseplants too, of people just buying all these plants and mm. none of them have any intention of actually caring for them. And you know, when it dies, they'll just buy a new one. It's Cause they it's want like their the hot accessory place to look like a matchstick coffee. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> those companies have <laughs> professional plant yeah. waterers and plant doctors that come in like former guests company foliosa like does hmm. that professionally and alicia used to work for a company that did that That's cool. and it's like a it gives me like it makes me feel bad whenever one of my plants die because i'm like how come they don't look perfect like all mm. the plants in stores i'm perfect i always you sent me a picture of a monstera i think it was you like this beautiful monstera yeah. in the corner of a building and i'm laughing because like in the 90s when i was working at this plant store um plants were something only really wealthy people bought mm -hmm. number one because they were expensive like you could buy plants the way that i buy plants which is like you know at whole foods or trendy bucks and i kind of know how to care for plants so i'm lucky i don't have to but there's like plant there's a dream plant that i have and i know that i need specific light for it and it's a ficus lirata which is the fiddlehead that everybody has it's like very trendy but i've mm -hmm. wanted one for 20 years but i've never had the right light and now I have the right light, but yeah. this size that I want, I can't afford. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, like, I'll just find a little one and then grow it uh, when I find a new apartment. Yeah. But um, somebody, I thought, I thought it was you, like, posted a picture of this beautiful monstera. I did, yeah. It was at the Sinclair Center. Yeah. It's, like, and one you of my need, favorite. They're not home plants because they grow in this very unusual way. And they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And you can't just trim them. You, you need bigger and bigger space, kind of like a turtle in an aquarium. Mm -hmm. So the picture was perfect. It really encompassed how much space you need for it's just a monstera. It's taking over this Amazing. corner. But then I Sinclair see it like Center. cut flower stores and like uh, Whole Foods, there's like monstera leaves as like a cut flower now for your house or a cut green. And I'm like, oh, that's like a really incredible plant mm, yeah. to just stick around for that to just leaf. Pop off. I know former guest Sally White has a monstera oh. plant. And it is massive. And it's she has, like, luckily, a, quite a large apartment and, like, amazing light for it. Um, but I, last time I was over at her place, she was showing it to me and all the new growth and everything that was coming up. And I was just, I was marveling at how huge it was and, like, how happy it is. Like, that's a type of plant that I have just loved from afar. And I'm like, one day. One that's day. why it's called the Monstera. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Instead, I just bought a pair of earrings with that. Yeah, um, it's such a so beautiful kind of leaf. I'm excited that people are into plants. Yeah. See, I feel like you definitely know more about plants than I do. Like, I definitely well, you like... You know about outdoor plants. I know about outdoor stuff. Yeah, I, I always want to send you pictures plants. of plants I don't know the names of. I want I, you to just, like, <laughs> take my hand and slowly guide me through, like, a <laughs> forest love. and oh. <laughs> lay me down in a bed of clover <laughs> and tell me I'm a good girl. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I, like... I'm sorry, I just have to chip my plants again. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going somewhere <laughs> together. Uh, I'm thinking of a specific scene from a movie, and it's like, oh, is it hot in here? Um, <laughs> Did somebody say it's hot in here? Fireman, <laughs> this is private Yay! conversation. Fireman, here to talk about plants. <laughs> no, I don't want to lay down in a cornfield. It's too dusty. <laughs> Did you say your name was Henny? <laughs> Who's Henny? Henny, like I have the a birds? hand named Henny. No, I'm Jenny. I'm Jenny. <laughs> Do you like potato plants? Actually, uh, potato plants. Are they a nightshade? I don't know. I don't you know. You stateless. <laughs> I have Sorry. an uncle that calls me Jen Hen, though. Jen oh, Hen? Just as, a, as a side note. Are you married? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're, we're, What's happening I, here? Am I hearing <laughs> wedding bells? Do you like 
heirloom tomatoes and carrots. <laughs> Just one carrot. <laughs> Wow. I'm making something in my bathroom. Oh, I gotta man. go. It was nice to meet you, Hanny. Nice to meet you. <laughs> wow. Sparks were flying. He's what so flirty. Yeah. What are we talking about? Um, I, like your videos are great. Like your Instagram <laughs> is one of my favorites. You and your coworker uh, make some excellent comedy while you're at work. Um, I really, it's kind of, thank you. But I also, it's on my page, which is kind of cheating because I can't take credit for that. He comes up with a lot of those but things that he's you saying. You're the director. Yeah. D- I, sure. Yep. Who comes up and with he, the ideas? He's playing the character Jenny Taves. That's true. <laughs> he's always like, hi. I'm Jenny, Jenny Taves. Taves. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to tag him, but he doesn't want me to. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, who is this guy? I'll yeah. figure it out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm really good Alicia's at- extremely good at finding internet people creeping. on the internet. But yeah, what I like, I've just been having so much trouble with, <laughs> with my outdoor plants. Uh, and every time I'm like, I just want to like bring Jenny over and like, <laughs> you know, buy her dinner and like, just pick your brain about plants because everything I do I do for you. <laughs> you really love plants. I love them so much, and it breaks my heart every time one of them. Um, you have some good ones in here. Thank you. Yeah, like they're these, her family. They Great secretly, stuff. most of them have absolutely no roots whatsoever. I'll be like watering it, and then all of a sudden, it just falls down, and I'm like, "Where?" Are you? That's like that. That, oh, that, that one doesn't up? ever have roots, though. Mm. No, that one's fine. Like these guys, these are all the same. <laughs> this is a great podcast, guys. I'm pointing to four different varieties. <laughs> I of... think we've all had weird days. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, uh, it's true. Did you have well, a weird day? I have had. I think it's a I full a weird moon day. or something mm. like that too. Are all our cycles linked up? Ooh, I keep forgetting to write it down, and then it's just like I'm 11 all over again. What's happening to my body? I still don't know what's happening to my body. That's right. Um. Anyway, Jenny, I feel like we like we kind of just talk through and over you. <laughs> this has been Retail Nightmares podcast. Yeah, well, Thank you for, for joining us. Um, <laughs> do you guys want to hear one of my my Retail please. Nightmares? Yes. Um. So I'm going to start with the funny one first. Um. Today I went to Superstore because it's tight season and I don't know what I did with last year's tights. I don't think any, any of them survived. Joe Fresh are some of the best tights. Well, that's what I went to Superstore yeah. for because they're $8 and upset. last season they had a bad run of tights, but I'm back. I just started with one pair to make sure that they're good. Um, and then I found some uh, low quality chocolate to stress eat across the parking lot mm. and some Perrier for when I remember that I should not do that with chocolate. Um <laughs> And it was crazy. The line of the superstore were crazy. It was only three o'clock. And I try not to go there because the parking lot is dangerous, like very dangerous. People are aggressive. There was a man yelling at a senior there the other day to turn off her car, but it was the truck beside her <sighs> that was running. So I had to like stand there and he's like, what are you looking at? And I was like, you're a very scary man. That's what I'm looking at. But I'm going to stand here with this senior you're yelling at yeah. until you leave. Was the senior farmer man? No, the senior <laughs> was the most lovely and elegant woman who was like, why is this man yelling at me? Aww. And I was like, I don't know, but I've got one good arm. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do this. He's got a lot of spirit. And there's some pumpkins here. We could throw them. And oh, already? Uh, so I buy my tights, but I'm also kind of, you know, doing that sneaky, like, I'm going to pay for my tights at the quiet counter yeah. but also my low quality chocolate yeah, um you're allowed and my perrier <laughs> uh and just behind me this woman desperately asks adorable 
can I just can I just buy one cauliflower here? Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> the lineups are crazy. So she's just going to go to the, the grocery part and bring the cauliflower over to the clothing section. I'm sure they let it happen. Uh, I think that they may not have scales there, so that might not be possible. Yeah. I wasn't sure what I heard afterwards. But then <laughs> I have a retail nightmare where I got like active in it. Ooh. Um, pretty excited to tell you this story because uh, I was shaking at the end of it. Um, I went to, (laughs) I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. Shoppers Drug Mart for the American listener is like a Walgreens, but it's not the same really, but it's like they dominate the whole pharmacy landscape in Canada. um, It's a color scheme too, like the red and white is Walgreens. It's very similar, I think. Yeah. And you know, like we go there to fill prescriptions, but the rest of the store is just literally filled with diary and garbage. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like just chemicals and like junk food, but the junk food's so cheap. It's so hard not to just walk out with like 10 pounds of Halloween candy. It's also owned by the same company as Superstore. Yeah. That's kind of a new, new acquisition. Uh, We've just, we've discussed that. Uh, I was getting some prescriptions filled, which I'm very excited about. One is a highly addictive sleep medication that I've been putting off trying, but I haven't slept since May, so I'm pretty excited. And there's a muscle relaxer that I have to say is quite nice. Mm. Um, but I was wandering <laughs> wow, around, and I'm tr- trying to get better at not doing this, like not spending just because I'm out. Mm-hmm. And when I get excited when I'm shoppers, and I'm like, yeah, I need this thing, which I don't need. So I just decided to wander and look for the magazine section. And ended up in the Halloween section, which meant I was looking for those molasses candies that are so popular <gasps> at Halloween. The witch on them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love and I was like, I'm going to buy those for the office and then eat them all. And everyone will have one each and I'll have 35. I love the wrapper more than the actual candy. It's so lovely. Like, it's <sighs> just so... You I know just, the molasses? I never liked those ones. No, they're disgusting. My dad would, <laughs> like, eat them. I'd, like, take a bite and be like, I don't like it. And then Yeah, get, there's also I, a chocolate one. Oh. <gasps> That's like I, from the same company. That's also I love, that I love like toffee and caramel. Should I get a tattoo of that little witch? Should I get a tattoo of that candy. <laughs> yeah, um, just a rectangle on your <laughs> like a brown rectangle. No, it'll be like an amorphous blob. <laughs> I once had the biggest crush on this man, and like we'd gone on a few dates. I was young. He was older, and he's kind of rich, and I didn't know how to act around him. And then like I had a boyfriend, and then and then I didn't have a boyfriend. And I really wanted to date him. Is this the guy you like climbed over his yeah. fence? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember the story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, and. <laughs> Uh, so I sent him a whole, he said he loved those caramels. And I was like, awesome. I can, I'm going to send him some caramels. And then I did. And he's like, well, I just like one caramel. Oh. So I don't know. Why do we always he date wasn't, this man? He wasn't for you. That's <laughs> Trust me. Just, I tried. I tried. Anyone who just wants one of anything. I have no time for. Anyone who puts down a gift. Yeah. Like that's look, someone you don't want to date. Don't look. Like a it's gift toffee yeah. in the mouth. Yeah, like, what? oh, I don't want a whole bag of these. And I'm like, okay. That's negging. I don't like that. One time I had a crush on a guy and after I went to have dinner with him and some friends. Sorry to cut you off. You're not. I'm empath- like, at the end of dinner, they're like, let's watch some, let's watch a, like some TV. Like, want to watch Arrested Development? And I was like, yeah, I love that show. So we watched an episode of Arrested Development. They're like, that was fun. Okay. And then they turn the TV <laughs> off and I was feels... like, oh, where, what's going on? This Do is weird. Like, I don't like him anymore. <laughs> have sex with you for exactly five minutes and then be like, well, that was fun. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do this again sometime. No. And you're like, uh, <laughs> well, I got a little bit off track because I was sad <laughs> about that man who then I later messed up with so badly that I guess it's all even maybe not so much on my side because uh, I think I was more of the asshole. Um, but I was in shoppers. I went to the Halloween section. I am not a Halloween person, but I'm a Halloween candy person. Uh, mm. And I love like yep. kids costumes. And, but I also have been 
you know, I've been shocked at what passes as a costume. There's a lot of racism out there. And so I stand in front of the Halloween costume area. Things are pretty picked through already. And just looking at all the shitty wigs and the shitty costumes. And of course, I had a mother that handmade all of my costumes and I had the best costumes. Um, so these all really suck to me. But there's a weird where I'm like, I'm like, I know this is racist, but it's like all different kinds of racist. It's a woman that's called Savage Beauty, I think. And it's a white dreadlock wig. I saw that. Beauté Sauvage. <laughs> Beauté Sauvage. <laughs> and uh, she's wearing a First Nations inspired dress and uh, has like sort of very racist looking uh, face paint. Uh, and like, I'm not really sure. I'm like, this feels really racist, but it's like a lot of it at once. I'm like, it feels like it, the costume is like a hippie who's appropriating some culture. Yeah, it's like a Coachella <laughs> yeah. Coachella girl. And I wasn't sure what to do, so I sent it to my friend Marisa, and I'm like, this is racist, right? And she's like, oh, yes. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. She's like, don't do anything. And she's probably thinking, you're just going to get really upset, and it's not going to make a difference. And I'm like, that's my whole life. That's what life is. Yeah, so I asked to speak to a supervisor, and I ended up speaking with a lovely woman, and she said she was great and so understanding and she said i agree that this is inappropriate and we don't have a choice like she doesn't do the ordering someone else is doing the ordering and so she would speak with them and then the last thing she said was we're all immigrants here and i was like okay well i'm gonna go stand by the pharmacy and stop shaking then uh but it was just really intense and then shoppers drug Mart is this huge company and they have a responsibility not to have costumes like this they also have sexy children's costumes, which I also posted online. I'm not going to tag them in tomorrow. Uh, and the costume for a child is dark enchantress. And it's a child dressed in black lace. I saw those on your Instagram and I was like, do I like, no, I, yeah. how do I react to this? <laughs> but it, like, doesn't enchantress crazy. just mean like sorceress? Kind of, but it's like the costume is implying something else. Hmm. Is it like an Elvira no. style? No. It's just like it looks like a child wearing lingerie. Yeah. A little bit. Hmm. I mean, I did love lingerie when I was a child. 100% me too. <laughs> I'm not trying to justify it, but I was obsessed with all Children my mom's exploring and, and deciding how they feel about lingerie and Even their bodies and all of that is... Yeah, no, I didn't wear it out exactly. on Halloween yeah. night. I mean, I was maybe wearing it underneath just for confidence. Sure. So anyways, cauliflower was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I have a retail dream oh. from... Also from Shoppers Drug Mart, Halloween related. Um, I went to the shoppers by my place a couple nights ago uh, to mail a parcel to uh, former guests, Sarah and Josiah Hughes. Um, They're nice. I mean, we live in the same city. I don't have to mail a parcel to you. You did just just give me a really good gift last week, too. I can just give you things. But they live in Calgary, so it's always fun to mail them stuff. And I also sent them just a really... I think I can tell it now because they'll get it by now. But I, I mailed them some uh, uh, paper straws that were like ska checkered pattern. Because I was like, Josiah is a bevy boy who loves to drink like three drinks at, a same, at the same time. And there's the straw band and I have these paper straws. And he's always talking about ska season on his Blink-182 podcast, Blink-155. And I was like, this combines all your favorite things, ska and straws. Also, side note, I got to tell a 25-year-old what ska was today, and I felt like I was ruining her life. (laughs) I felt so bad. But I was referencing ska, and she's like, what is ska? And then I was like, oh, no. 
Well, it involves little hats. Well, that's a good sign, though. Yeah, that Ska is being sign. phased out. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of like Ska season again. Like those checkered vans Ska are really. Season? Oh, it's, that's that's from my friend's Blink One Eighty Two podcast. They talk oh. about Ska season. Anyway, I was at Choppers and I got distracted by the seasonal aisle near the post office, and my eye was drawn towards these little Halloween earrings that were in boxes of three and each one of them had you know how they do these variety packs where each one has one that's like really amazing and then like a couple duds like the sock pack yeah exactly it's they always put the fun pattern on top and then you don't realize the other two are plain plain or like have a brand name real big on it or something like that so i found a couple they all had like ghosts i got i got two packs but they were just six dollars each which of course means like they were probably made in some terrible conditions but um i now have six pairs of earrings that i got for $12 and I was so excited. So like two different kinds of ghosts, one black cat with like the tail sticking straight up and it looks so, the whole thing is like wonky and has little weird eyes, but the whole cat is polka dot. So I'm like, what? Um, polka dot Halloween. And then some little witch hats and like the jokes on them. Cause they think this is a dumb product that you'll just wear one day a year. I'm going to wear these like every Every season. They sound really beautiful. Like, ghosts are evergreen. I love it. So, I was just, like, so happy. Ghosts are evergreen. They, what I mean, a delightful they, statement. Like, it's true. Like, I love that. They shouldn't just be celebrated at Halloween. I mean, I've got a ghost I mean, yeah, tattoo. This is, I have ghosts this is what, everywhere. Really good ghost things in, in this home. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> really good point. I do have... I, I don't know when it started. Probably it started with me getting the ghost tattoo. And then, like, I bought a piece of art from my friend Jessica Jang that's like a little ghost holding a guitar pick and then this oh, the ghost with the sprinkles mouth oh that's also art by Jessica Jang so good I like that I've never really thought of that as a ghost but now I will oh um it's just kind of like a fucked up lady but I, I thought it was like yeah I resonate a, with that it's ghost. a bit of a cookie demon yeah <laughs> or biscuit demon I'm sorry <laughs> um so yeah that's my retail dream that's um, great. So if you see me out and about wearing some Halloween earrings, uh, that's that's definitely me. That's really beautiful. Um, but then, of course, it came with some dumb ones. So if anyone wants a pair of earrings that just say boo, <laughs> they're yours. <laughs> I'll give them to my boyfriend. Mm. <laughs> my bell. Uh, Jenny, do you have any more stories to hit us with? Or do you want to? You do don't it? have to. Well, your body, your, your The choice. only other one I was going to share of a nightmare which is boring which is similar story a woman asking me oh can we plant more laurels in here in an area where there didn't need to be more and it would have been overplanted mm -hmm. and i was like it'll fill in like if you just give it time and she said time is something that i don't have <laughs> <laughs> whoa <laughs> okay <laughs> so that one but come to think of it i have a retail quote unquote retail because mm -hmm. my job isn't retail dream yeah, yeah. that relates to what we were talking about and maybe you can help me because one time I was working and my truck was in an alleyway and I guess people saw it and were like oh there's a gardener's truck maybe they'll take our old plant we don't want what so they stuck this beautiful coffee plant out into the alley like whoa, whoa. I don't know what like a five gallon pot with whoa beautiful like what if it's cursed uh, <laughs> <laughs> well I guess I'll find out was it a ghost plant what seems to be growing and oh. living in my place, which is a basement suite, but I have I have it near a window, so it gets enough light, and it's been really happy and like that's awesome. It has a new little sprig. Anyway, I don't really know what I'm doing with it, so I just water it when I think I need to, but I can't really check the soil because I put rocks on top so that uh. my cat wouldn't dig in it. Oh, 
use a stick. There yeah. you go. I was just or wondering if you had any meter. advice about coffee plants. Yeah, I don't meter. have any advice about coffee plants. I don't know anything about those. Okay. Or chopstick. Chopstick but is good for that's a good idea. checking moisture. Yeah. And it's good to like aerate the soil too. So there the water go. goes all the way through and not just like. It sounds like you're Ooh. doing a good job. Plants do let you know when they're unhappy. It's yeah. true. Except for the cactus. You're also pretty intuitive, <laughs> just I think, when it comes to in, this. Inside. Yeah. Cacti are hard. Very hard. Also, um, you passed me the lid of your Snapple mm-hmm. uh, that has a little fact on it. I forgot this about Snapple. <laughs> it's kind of like Jones Soda. Uh, real fact number 731. There are over 2,000 different species of cacti. Oh, wow. It's really that's strange. I'm going to think mm-hmm. about that as I'm falling asleep tonight. Totally. Going to try and count them all. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love plants, guys. I'm so That's happy great. how much we're talking about plants. <laughs> so, Jenny, mm-hmm. it's time for our Acceptable Sauces. Acceptable Sauces. Acceptable Sauces. I'm going to show one of our newer segments and it's where we like plumb the depths of humanity mm-hmm. sanity uh depravity mm-hmm. gravity not doing groceries yeah uh which i haven't done for a while and we figure out like what's the bare minimum that you would uh qualify I as a, acceptable a new sauce. one too yeah we've all got we're all <laughs> raring to go all right <laughs> Sometimes what I'll do if I have leftover rice, like plain rice, is melt peanut butter. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> like a Thai. Like, and maybe if I have like a sweet chili sauce kicking around or or sriracha. Yeah. Yum. I'll add it in. But like to make peanut sauce, you should make it like, right? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> like I think peanut butter. Water and other things. You just peanut butter. Have you ever melt on um, like microwave it? It kind of gets weird. <sighs> yeah. Does it get a little bit crispy? Do it anyway. A little bit. In a crunch, I'd say that's good. Okay, speaking of which, uh, crunchy or smooth? Whatever I have. Yeah. Now, yeah. is it a craft or a natural? A, a natural. Okay, like yeah. Adams. That's saucy. I think you've created something really good. Yeah. Mm, my first okay. thought was to add chili flakes and a touch of soy sauce. Mm. Mm. I'm into that. How about, uh, oh, get this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when I was a kid, if <laughs> we had leftover rice. Put on a little bit of butter. Oh, yum. Cinnamon and sugar. <gasps> nice, like a dessert, like yeah. a kind of rice pudding. Yeah. Whoa, I want to try that right now. Was it, it butter so or was it milk now? I feel like butter, it would, I mean, Maybe would be both. what I would do now anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be like a cinnamon toast crunch. It's like cinnamon st- toast. Or like cinnamon toast. Sorry, I'm just thinking of my favorite cereal. It's like 10,000 little cinnamon toasts. But yeah, <laughs> with with my favorite cinnamon grain. Sherberg. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. rice is your favorite green. Oh yeah. I've made rice like a. So nice. res- it was a Donna Hay, a, a chef that I very, very much like. If there's any haters out there, please mm-hmm. don't tell me why. I love her. Um, but she has a risotto, a sweet risotto pudding recipe. Yeah. And I remember like 
making it and it sounded so fancy and like really talking it up to my, I think it was for like a family, sort of like a boyfriend's family type thing. And I'm like, you know, scraping the vanilla bean and making this beautiful rice pudding. And then in the end, it tasted exactly like a Rice Krispie square. <laughs> oh. But it was so good Yum. at the same there's, time. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a Rice Krispie sounds great. So much cream, so much mm. vanilla. I should make that more often. Sounds great. I have been craving something which is going to be my acceptable sauce. I've been craving Kraft Parmesan cheese. The shaker? The dry? The shaker. I have one in my fridge right now. Classic. It's, so my mom <laughs> makes this thing which have, makes Graham Clark laugh really hard. I told him about it a long time ago and it's called Dan McGrew. I've spoken about it, I think, on the podcast. Mm. And my friend Sarah, whose um, mother also grew up in New Brunswick, makes the same meal but doesn't call it this. And all it is is cooked macaroni, ground beef, a sautéed onion and a can of tomato soup. So it's kind of like maybe like a rice aroni or like one of those sort of like pre-made pasta, like hamburger helper kind of, but not in a package. Um, like DIY. And we used to eat it. It was one of the meals my dad knew how to cook. Like he didn't really learn how to cook until recently, but he could make us like scrambled eggs and very basic things, uh, eggs in a cup, which is amazing. And this meal. And it would be like when my mom was like at school or had an appointment, he'd make Dan McGrew I didn't really like it, but I did really like that my dad had made it. Do you know, like, it's just like such a treat it to have like, yeah. him come home and take off his like suit and like make Dan McGrew for us. I want to make that and watch a Pixar movie. You know oh, yeah. I mean? totally. It sounds like such comfort food. Yeah. And you wouldn't have to, you could do it with like ground round or like nothing. It would still be really tasty. Yeah. So I made something similar. My friend gave me, I'm mean, now I'm, I am going so long, so deep into this. I've been thinking about Dan McGrew for weeks. <laughs> I made something really similar. And I remember what I really loved about Dan McGrew was we had unlimited use of the Kraft Parmesan shaker for oh, it. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so mine would just be like, it would start out like kind of reddish brown and be white. Yeah. When that meal comes, it's like fair game with Parmesan. <laughs> I That's love fantastic. it. Who and is Dan McGrew? <laughs> I don't think it's <laughs> anybody. Hero. I think it's just like a weird, like sort of colic. I can never say it. Now I can't say it. Wonderful. East Coast thing. M A. G-R-O-O, I guess. Okay. No one ever spelled it out for us. We just <laughs> called it Dan McGrew. I was going to say like M-C-G-R-E-W. But a sec- acceptable sauce um, mm. on pasta would be... Parmesan shaker? Parmesan shaker and a little bit of milk and a little bit of garlic powder. Oh. I remember like just being really broke as a young person living outside of the house and I used to make crab Alfredo. I used to think it was so fancy because mm-hmm. I went to Red really Lobster fancy. and ate it. So I get a tin of crab and make it with parmesan cheese grated parmesan cheese like that and cream and not even real garlic like powdered garlic <laughs> and i thought it was so fancy that's fantastic wow. i love your recall for i just wrote it down <laughs> this is great um i like i have no memory for anything else but i remember meals huh. yeah no Same. i love that well, well we i know remember about your other cookie things, diary but I also meals. oh yeah we've already some of my neighbors right now are moving out of the country forever. And so they've been getting rid of everything. And they've been like telling me like, please, please take everything. They've just been putting a box in our lobby. And today when I came home from one of my many meetings, very briefly, there was just a bag, like a insulated freezer bag full of food. So I just took the whole thing inside and I put everything in my fridge except for all the meat. I put the meat back out there and I was like, this meat doesn't have much time left on it because our... <laughs> apartment lobby is very hot um mm. and but one of the things was a parmesan shaker which oh, is fuck. so funny because i just made 
lasagna this week and the one thing that we couldn't find at the grocery store was parmesan so i got jay to run to the more expensive grocery store to pick up parmesan and i said don't buy it if it's more than ten dollars and he's like well (laughs) he's like it'll be the difference between not having parmesan (laughs) and having it if i like and he brought it home and it, it was of course not grated or the little curls or petals that i love so much to just snack on um but it was uh, just a, a brick of a wedge of Parmesan and it was uh, $12.96. And yep. I, I looked at it and I said, oh, okay. And I put that whole thing in the I do love that kind of Parmesan. I the try to buy like it when it goes on so sale good. at Costco, which yeah. of course, it's like I'm not trying to offend any cheese connoisseurs out there, but and I'm it's affordable. like that. Parmesan is so not affordable. And even though it lasts a really long time, once I have some in the house, like it just goes on everything. Yeah. I like a uh, Asiago. I think the nineties ruined it for me the same way it yeah. ruined pesto. It was like Asiago on a And that's jarred pesto, not fresh pesto, which is of excellent. Course. Of course. Yeah. Asiago on a on a focaccia is like the <laughs> most nineties snack I can think of. It's also how my aunt and uncle still eat to this day, like all the nineties food. Like cream cheese tomatoes. with like a pepper jelly on it. Oh, so For I sure. had cream cheese with marmalade you today know on my toast. Aunt and it was good. <laughs> Do you hang out with are, them? Are your aunt and uncle my aunt and uncle or my mom? Oh my gosh, are we related? <laughs> Maybe. It's still good though, right? Like it's classic. Yeah. The thing with pesto that bothers me is that there's a taste in the jar, like the way that it's, yeah. like the oil has a taste to it. Yeah. And that it's like that itself. Like I don't know. I'm not a super taster, but there's just a few things where I'm like that. I don't no, like there's that. something wrong about it because real pesto should be so flavorful and shouldn't taste super taster. Yeah, that's my superhero name. Super taster. Yeah. That's why it'd be a I good am. costume. It. Just a big tongue. It's there a you go. tongue with uh, enlarged taste buds every <laughs> every now and then. I'm a super taster, and that's why I like really bland things. But so your acceptable sauces? Um, my acceptable sauce is uh, when we came home from your show on Friday night. Uh, we were quite inebriated and uh, it was Jay and former guest Sally White and I and Jay had built us a new bed frame that day and so our apartment was just chaos there was stuff everywhere there was stuff on the couch and the chairs and so Sally and I just sat on the ground and Jay made us like a late night drunk snack he made us grilled cheese sandwiches um, but there's only enough bread for two sandwiches so he just made them for us and he made it like the right way like you know, like butter in the pan and like it was nice and sort of browned and perfect. And then we didn't have any ketchup, but we did have a little bit of leftover pizza sauce. And so he put it into a bowl and we dipped it in. And so we just sat on the ground dipping these. Um, that sounds great. These like delightful yeah. little sandwiches that were made with like the heels of the bread because it was just the last that was left over. And it was so good. You know, those like drunk meals you have where you're just like, this is <laughs> like even if I wasn't drunk like this is an inspired meal and then Jay just had some leftover rice that um I think he put like sriracha on it or something but I then in my like genius state was like hold on a second and I grabbed some of the rice that didn't have any sauce on it and I put it inside my sandwich so it was like a rice grilled cheese <laughs> dipped in pasta sauce you know when you need like extra sure. Sorry for extra carbs when you've been drinking yeah i just needed to that's why poutine it got so popular it's like it's drunk food it's great Mm. and it's like you're you're helping yourself the next day by putting stuff in your stomach i agree yeah especially when you're putting the wine that we serve at come draw with me in your body yeah it was actually not the worst wine i've had at a little mountain i've never bought a box of 
I guess that's the first box wine I've ever purchased indirectly. I I say always go for a Franzia. Can't go wrong. Franzia? Franzia is pretty great. It's like one of the cheapos in, from the States. But when we're on tour, it really lasts. It goes a long way. Um, but they also make Jessica wine in a box, which I'm a fan of. That's good to know. But it's probably not like, it's not the cheapest. But Yeah, we don't buy the cheapest. We buy the cheapest that tastes good. Yeah, I think it's like... I don't remember how much it is, but it's like a good deal. Um, this has been like a great round of acceptable sauces. Yeah. It's really reminded very me hungry. of one of our favorite podcasts, Carp Face. <laughs> Such a good podcast. The way they talk about food. I feel like we're now cramping their style. Carb Face? Yeah, yeah it's oh, really funny. It it's, um, yeah. They really love high chews. They love high chews. Um, they like our podcast and it's mutual. I think we have Wonderful. like a mutual podcast crush on each other. Yeah. Everybody I- listen to Carp Face. It's great. I think my best friend would really like the acceptable sauces segment because she is. She texted me one day, and it just said, "What's the grossest food you've ever made?" Oh. <laughs> and she said, "Today I made, and it was just like a concoction of whatever she had lying around the house that she tried to put together to form a meal Hell that yeah. was acceptable, basically." A goo? so funny or like she wanted something sweet once and she didn't have anything so she put like some flour and sugar and an egg and like basically tried to make cookie dough but it was just like a goo with like sugar and butter i would love that (laughs) i just did she eat it it raw yeah (laughs) she just (laughs) makes up that's i mean raw flour and egg is a bit I've definitely bit, made some pretty shitty cookies, it's make, it makes but me because happy. I was just in like, I like, I need, need that, need carbs now. And I'm like, oh, I can't have any uh, real flour. I'm only allowed nut flour right now. Yeah. I've made some really shitty coconut flour recipes. People talk to me about coconut flour. I like roll my eyes so hard. My ponytail gets stuck in them. <laughs> Whoa. Coconut flour. Come on. Come I've never on. heard of that. That sounds Come don't like I. I mean, I have a flour. I have a whole food blog about like the grossest food that I've actually eaten called huh. pan seared pea snaps. Um, so hmm. I keep meaning to restart it, but uh, yeah, it's just like really gross food. All, all or most of it is stuff I've actually eaten or encountered. The grossest thing I've ever encountered and eaten part of was a very wet tuna melt oh. from a, a, a local place that. Shall remain unnamed. Uh-oh. Remain, remain unblamed. Un- I think maybe one of the grossest things I ever had was like vector cereal, and I didn't have any milk or anything to put in Ooh. it, so I put a tonic water in it, oh, and it no. bubbled up so much. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, this was like in a dark time for me. I was like twenty four. <laughs> Why didn't you? That's all I had in the fridge. I was big into gin and tonics at the time. But like I could have just had it dry without anything. Mm. Didn't have any like almond milk or anything like that. And so I was like, let's see how this goes. Quite disgusting. But it went on the blog. So I think that that's very adventurous. <laughs> I'm a bit of a... It's like Jeff Goldblum. He eats the cereal with uh, orange juice. There's nothing that he does that is wrong. <laughs> like He's perfect. I saw photos he posted on his Instagram today where he's wearing leather pants. And I was like, I've literally never been attracted to a man in leather pants until today. So... Yeah. Learning about myself. There you go. He's also like older than my mom. Yeah. So I'm learning. Doesn't matter. He's not your mom. <laughs> um, actually, he's my mom. Oh. Jeff Goldblum is Lorna. Anyway, uh, is it time for <laughs> Papa of the Week? It is. <laughs> okay, Jenny. Who's your Papa? Um. So I have two. If oh. that's okay. I don't oh, know which yeah. one to start with. Um. The Papaist. For the Papaist. Um, well, that's my my kitten. 
<gasps> I didn't yeah. have a cat last time I was on this podcast. Yeah. And um, so her name is Peaceful Bobby Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She's the best. I love her so much. So what happened was um, my roommate who I lived with last year, she had a cat, a big fluffy gray and white cat named Nala. And then over the slow process of her moving in with her boyfriend, I got to know Nala more. We spent more time together. And then one day Nala had to move out. Yeah. I was very sad. And so Jen, bless her soul, she was like, I'm going to buy you a cat. <gasps> so she's kind of a puppo too, because yeah. who does that, right? She's like, you need to have a cat. I'm going to get you one. But then we couldn't find any at the shelter or something, some detail. We were like, let's just wait until after Christmas. So then I went to Abbotsford to stay with my brother and his wife and kids. And on December 23rd, we were hanging out and they heard it. Um, Becky, my brother's wife, was like, I hear a meowing outside. And he jumps up off the couch like so fast. He's like, that's the black and whiter outside. <laughs> so he, those are his words. Because he thought there was a big black and white cat living under their deck. Mm. So he goes out to look for it. And we're all waiting inside. Like, there are two cats, the dog, me. We're all just kind of like waiting by the door. Like, Sniffing. what's going on? <laughs> and then he comes in with this tiny kitten. The smallest kitten ever. She was one and a half pounds. Oh, my god! I found gosh. out the next day when the vet weighed her. And he, he handed her straight to me. He's like, look at this kitten. And I just knew right then. I was like, this is mine now. This is my cat. And my sister was like, I mean, who lets a little kitten like this out? So, but also we should check if it's somebody's. I was like, yeah, I guess we should check. But like, but it's a Christmas miracle. Uh, this is a miracle. This is my little <laughs> angel. <laughs> but so anyway, she put a thing up and like she talked to some neighbors that said, oh, they had seen a stray or whatever. <sighs> so I, I was like, well, I'm going to this is mine. Like she's well, we thought it was a boy for whatever reason, because we don't know how to look at cats. Buttholes a, properly. A tail, <laughs> also, when, I think dong. when they're young, that's hard to tell. Really yeah. hard to tell. I think if it's to the trained eye kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Otherwise, and it's I'm like, okay no, with no. That. Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm yeah, okay I, with that. It really bothers me when people ask me now. about Hank's, <laughs> Hank's ding-dong. I don't like looking too hard. Yeah. So yeah, I took her to the vet. Oh, and anyway, so the year before, my little nephew, Eddie, was he got a kitten for Christmas. And they were like, Eddie doesn't know he's going to get a kitten. He wants a cat really bad, and he wants to name it Moses. <laughs> Very <laughs> biblical. And so then, like, after he got his cat the year before, they were like, so are you going to name him Moses? And he's like, I don't know. Shrugs his shoulders. They're like, well, what else would you name it? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe Peaceful Bobby Joe. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, where did that come from? And I was like, that's the most amazing name I've ever heard in my Peaceful life. Bo- wow. I love it so much. So, you know, that... <laughs> The next year, totally forgetting about that, um, I'm like, this is mine. Yay. It's officially my little kitten. Anyway, they're like, what are you going to name her? And I paused for like a half a second and my sister-in-law's walking downstairs for something. And as she's walking down, she's like, peaceful mommy dog. <laughs> <I'm> like, yes. <laughs> I love it. So that's my kitten. And she's a little black and white cat with uh, white paws and white belly. Little like tuxedo a tuxedo cat. Oh. Yeah. I bet the mama was was taking care of her as best she could yeah. and was a yeah. big black cat. Yeah. So, and it's probably, it was really hard in the winter. So it's yeah. good yeah. that, because probably the big cat could probably only really take care of herself. Yeah. I really feel like cold. she just would have frozen because it was yeah. really cold that night. Actually, side note, but part of the story too, in the extended version, I know I've been talking for too long. Maybe this will only be my one puppo, no, but it's fine. You talk we had, you like. my brother knew a guy who was living um on the street streets and he was concerned for him and so he's like 
I want to figure out where where he's where he's staying. And so he found his camp with like a couple other people that had set up some tents under a bridge. And he's like, we had been out for dinner. He's like, we're going to go get some like soup and ch- hot chocolates and stuff from Tim Hortons. If you want to go back to our place, that's cool. And then they called me later and were like, can you bring some blankets? And I was like, sure. So we do this and then we go back to their place and then he finds this kitten. And so my brother's like, what does it mean? <laughs> we were just out there and like we were just bringing soup and hot chocolate to these to these guys and it's so cold out and now I find this kitten. Like what what's going on? And he it was like I could tell it was like a really impactful mm-hmm. experience for him. And it was I still think I don't know if it's related, but it's just kind of like a crazy like winter cold night story and I remember I was like I felt pretty emotional after like that you felt pretty bringing the, I want <laughs> 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 but yeah like I was like oh geez it's so cold out I can't believe I take for granted sleeping in a bed that's warm every night like yeah. that's awful and then next thing I know I'm holding this little kitten one and a half pounds for like 20 minutes until she finally warms up Aww. anyway so she's my little Christmas angel. That sounds angel. like the most memorable Christmas ever. It was, it was pretty amazing. Pretty well-timed, too, as far as my life goes. Yeah. Good little thing. Miraculous. I just talked a lot about No, it, that's okay. No, this is why the segment's here. She's a special yeah. little kitty. It's a great right. episode. Yeah, yeah, my heart is warm. Plant talk, yeah. papo talk, food yeah. talk. Alicia, who's your papo? Uh, gosh, my papo's Hank. Hank made it through his first two-hour walk. Yay. Oh, wow. With no limp. So it was a huge milestone. Mm. Congratulations. Yeah, he's great. He stole something from Discover Dogs the other day. It was really <laughs> funny. Um, he, like, they have a lot of low-hanging fruit. Like, the larger kind of animal bits that I'm less comfortable bringing home are on the bottom shelves, like pig ears and other ears from other animals and uh, other things. But the dongs, which he really likes, are up top. Mm-hmm. I, it's actually like really well displayed but there's also was this little I was talking to the owner Jake about this carving that I have of a salmon that people often compliment me on and it turns out well he didn't know that my dad's friend carves these like beautiful works of art and I have one and he's like you know I can't stop thinking about it since he came over to do some dog training when Hank was really tiny and just when we're talking about fish Hank is literally stealing from a bucket of fish <laughs> in the pet store <laughs> uh, so that's cute. Yeah. Hank is my papo. He is a great dog. Uh, he's a total weirdo. I did not train him not to steal things. <laughs> so I'm now working on no with him, which he does seem to respond to. Yeah. And I had like a papo doctor last night. Oh, right. My family doctor, who's a lovely man, uh, very new, we've only had a few visits, is out of town on vacation. And then this woman pops into the room and I'm like, why can't this woman be my doctor? She's so funny. She's like maybe like in her early 30s and she's had a good sense of humor. And um, my physiotherapist was like, maybe you have a frozen shoulder because of menopause. And I was like, what did you say to me? The name that shall not be spoken. So I was like, do you think that that's possible? And she she was like, nah. And I was like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So she's my puppo. I don't want to, you know. Anyway, she was lovely. Oh, those are my puppos. My doctor has also suggested the same thing for me like a month ago. So Jeez. yeah, I felt the same thing. And I'm like, well, I do get really hot really quickly all of a sudden. This is your apartment. I know it's very hot in here. And sometimes I'm like nervous and I just get all blushy. Um, my puppo of the week mm-hmm. um, is Rebecca Chaperon. 
<laughs> who is a local artist. She's amazing. I purchased one of her calendars of a bunch of her paintings like at the beginning of the year. And I knew she was a fan of the podcast, but I didn't know like how much of a fan she was. Cause I just like, I bought one of her calendars. Cause I was like, I can't decide which one of your arts I like the best. And I want to get a print of, but so I'll get the calendar. I can have 12 different paintings and look at a different one each month. So I got this amazing package full of like little prints and her book that she made and like a calendar for Alicia and everything. And it was so great, but we were following each other on Instagram and we were talking a lot and we'd never met IRL. Oh yeah. And then uh, at Alicia's show on Friday, right as I got there super early, she was there right in front of me and we were like, like meeting a famous person. We were like, Oh, hello. And I, uh, I was like, let's hang out finally. So today in the middle of my busiest day ever, I went over and visited her studio and got to see so much of her giant, amazing paintings. That's pretty sweet. Up close and personal. And I've like, you know, drooled over them for like Hmm. months now online and seeing them in real life. It was like sublime. It was so great. It was like my favorite (laughs) band, Sublime. Speaking of ska, um, are they ska? Yeah, they're ska. But yeah, she's so great. And we just like chatted for a long time and... It was very inspiring and just being in this like artistic space and the way she's got it is like really lovely. And I think like everyone should check out her art and yeah. like buy buy it. It's like really cool. And yeah, she's just like she's she feels like a like a mythical creature. <laughs> yeah. Go to her website. You can also find her on Society Six if you'd like to buy prints. Yeah. And, and it's all uh, linked through her Instagram. Like if you look up yeah. Rebecca Chaperons. Very cool lady. It's not like often that it's a popo. And Alicia's also my popo for having um, come draw with me because like if that show ha- wouldn't have happened, like who knows how long it would have taken Rebecca and I to actually hang out in real life because like there's something about Alicia's show that brings people together in a way that... I'm a magnetic person. Yeah. <laughs> and the way it was done this time was really great too with the projector. Like Chris was... Like instead, I of wasn't tired. Like usually great. after yeah. the show, I'm like tired for a day. Because you normally have to hold up all the drawings and make sure everyone sees it. But this time there's a projector and hmm. Chris was putting them all up and like everyone could see it. And it was great. Like it just yeah. went so smoothly. Really- I wish we had tried that earlier. Yeah. It just took a major injury for it to happen. Yeah. It was funny. Like right when we got there, I was like, you know what would be good? A projector. And Sally was like, uh, they have one right now. And I was like, oh, I'm dumb. <laughs> like it's right there. And also, Jenny was great oh, too. Yeah, shucks. <laughs> but I got—I ran into somebody at the show too. So oh, that's nice. cool. Your show does bring people together. It really does. It's so yeah. nice. Well, this has been retail nightmares, uh, Jenny. If people want to see you perform or follow you online, um, well, you, you can definitely follow me on Instagram, which is your misspelled the only, name. The, uh, my misspelled name. <laughs> yeah, it's phonetic. I don't though. have Twitter, and I don't really use Facebook anymore. You're excellent you're like, at Instagram, though. Yeah, but you're just going to choose one and stick with it, I, I figure. I usually yeah. post if I have a show on Instagram. It's Jenny Taves, all one word, but T-A-V-E-S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes you'll see dorky videos about gardening that I'm not in, but a really funny guy who's also a musician called C. Dieb. <laughs> Check out his music. It's really good. 
but that is not about me. Uh, I'm performing tonight after this, but it, it will be over by the time you, you performed hear this a week ago. Yeah, congrats! You, you can go see me last week. Cool. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just befriend a uh, kind but quirky old scientist, exactly. and you can see Jenny perform. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. We have the podcast festival coming up. Oh yeah, uh, we can, can we talk about that. We yeah. can talk about it now. Yeah. They released the information today, so we will be on the Saturday. Yeah, November tenth. Yeah, um, we'll have two free tickets to give away. Um, two. Two. So we're either going to do that on Facebook, probably on Facebook, I think. Yeah. Um, to the podcast festival evening that we are part of. It's uh, there's more than just us on that show. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, we're very honored to be asked, especially considering the theme of the podcast festival this year is true crime. Yeah. <laughs> well, but this is a crime, basically. A to lot be of to. what we talk about should be crimes. <laughs> yeah. And I think Jessica and I are really looking forward to it. We have some great guests in mind. Um, and it's an it's a quick hour of us face to face, which will be fun. It's just going to be us looking at each other directly in the face and doing Cute. the mime game. Yeah. And wearing all nude bodysuits. <laughs> you want to see come draw with me we have a show in uh on october 13th i believe uh tickets are almost well they're we're 50 sold out when i last checked in so by the time this podcast gets released which will be right before the show um yeah come there's no there's only 50 tickets there's no wiggle room with that so buy a ticket or come to the november show and if you want to see uh, me just be weird and follow me on Twitter if you don't already I always lose followers when I tweet about serious things <sighs> fuck them fuck people are dumb um, I, my Instagram account is private but if you don't look creepy I'll probably accept your request in six to eight months oh, that's nice <laughs> <laughs> Jessica I have a show coming up on October um, I don't know where my phone went but I think it's October <laughs> where did your phone go I was just checking <laughs> and I think my butt swallowed it but um, it's October 10th I think at uh, I should really know where the show is anyway I'll just insert this afterwards Perfect. sorry guys October, October 19th, 19th in Abbotsford, Abbotsford. <laughs> um, everyone should also listen to a uh, super sick podcast yeah our new episode is up uh, interviewing Heather Clark uh, the episode theme is cancer and it is really really it's great episode and it's uh, Heather is a really inspiring human um and she talks about her diagnosis in a way that is uh, very open and, and lovely to have been part of. So, yeah. What else? Uh, Donate to our Patreon account. Yeah. It pays for Bulldogs. It pays for <laughs> Snapple. It pays for... It pays for Jay. My, yeah. It pays for my earrings that I... My seasonal earrings that I will be wearing. Seasonal earring budget. Um, and it pays for my houseplants, which I so desperately try and keep alive. They look great. So we love you all. Thank this you. This month's for... Patreon paid for Hank's vaccines. Oh, that's Amazing. nice. Yeah. So I believe in vaccines. Yes. We, this is a pack vaccine. I'm very excited about getting my flu shot soon. I know it's that time Not of year. Not that vaccine. I mean, I, I need to, cause I'm around people with very low immune systems, but anyway. Yeah, me. Uh, <laughs> and farmer man. Um, farmer man, I got potato germs. <laughs> no, you, you get potato germs and you can't catch cold. I think you said potato germs. Well, that's when you lose some skin. <laughs> and you do potato a potato derms. graft. <laughs> you do a potato graft, yeah. Well, 
Guys, this has been Retail Average Podcast. They don't let me talk as much as I'd like to. But it's real sexy. My penis is two penises sold into one penis. <laughs> 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 <laughs>